Tim Kelly, philliesnation.com and host of the Locked On Phillies podcast. Join us. Hi, Tim. How have you been? I will be much better when there's a verdict reached on Gabe Kapler. Uh, are you sitting there outside of Citizen Bank Park awaiting white smoke? <laughs> no. Uh, I-, I learned my lesson last year with Bryce Harper. I- I'm not going to sit outside the stadium anymore. <laughs> Good for you, Tim. See, that's experience. Okay, the theory would be that the longer this goes, the theory would say that that means he's going to stay. Does that theory hold water to you? Uh, My guess would still be that ultimately he's not going to return, but this is drug out for 10 days, so that's exactly what it is at this point. It's a guess. And I, I would say at this point, I don't think they can win. If they bring him back, even with a, if it's with an extension, they can't erase the fact that they spent 10 days weighing whether to fire him. And if they don't bring him back, it's going to be, be because John Middleton decided it and because it's clear that Matt Klintak, the general manager, doesn't want to move on from him. So if the owner steps above the general manager and makes that decision, uh, there's no indication Matt Klintak's not going to be back next year, but it makes you wonder about what the future of the organization is as a whole. So by dragging this out for 10 days, they've managed to anger just about everybody involved. So let's take this one step further. Sometimes this happens in college football. Where in college football, they'll say, look, uh, you can keep your job. I'll give you Mac Brown at Texas when he was at Texas. But you have to get rid of this coach, this coach, this coach, this coach, and this coach. Is that a possible ultimatum? No, it doesn't appear to be because Matt Gelb of The Athletic reported yesterday that the Phillies have already uh, re-signed seven coaches from their staff a year ago. Now, Chris Young, it was reported last week, is out as the pitching coach, may stay in the organization as another role. And then John Maley, the Kapler's hitting coach, was fired in August. Charlie Manuel came in. That was always going to be an interim fit. So you have those two spots open, but Dusty Watson's going to be the third base coach. By all indications, Rob Thompson's going to be the bench coach. So it's this weird dynamic where you don't know if Gabe Kapler's going to return, but you know that the overwhelming majority of his staff from a season ago is going to be back. All right, so say he's not back. What are the options? Uh, I I don't think you should ever put yourself in a box at the beginning of a managerial search and say that this is the exact type of person we want, but whether it's conscious or subconscious, my guess would be if they move on from Kapler, they're going to go with someone that's been experienced, someone that's older, uh, right or wrong. I I think you should cast a wide net. I, I think Buck Showalter, to me, would be the overwhelming favorite, and the reasoning is simple. He has managed in a bunch of different markets and had success. And so he has the the sway with some more, uh, I would say, less analytically inclined voters and voter or not voters, fans that are maybe not happy with how this regime has gone. But then you can also make the case then that he worked with Matt Clentock, he worked with Andy McPhail, he worked with Ned Wright, their assistant general manager in Baltimore. So this wasn't John Middleton stepping in and saying, this is who we're having as manager. This was somebody that they all agreed on. So if a change is made, Buck Showalter would be my guest, and I know I'm not the first person to say that. And, and then you, you do get into other names that are experienced, guys like Joe Girardi. The, the thing is, 
the quicker or the longer they wait, the more these options dry up. And I think Joe Madden may dry up before the Phillies even make a decision on manager. So you have a window here where you have to make a decision and then move quickly. If you're going to stick with them, then that's a lot simpler. If you're not going to stick with them, you need to make that decision and immediately try to get a managerial search going and you're competing with seven other teams. In two years of Gabe Kapler, give me the pros and cons of what you watched. I would say the pros of it are that the Phillies over the last two seasons, two years ago, I think they overachieved as a team. The problem is the way they got to 80 wins was very ugly, and I do think that the perception of Gabe Kapler as being overly positive, that is something that has to be factored in to managing in Philadelphia. I would say from a cons perspective, right or wrong, They've lost the public relations battle on Gabe Kapler. From the second that he pulled Aaron Nola with 68 pitches on opening day, I think a lot of vocal people, and at one point they were the minority, but I think that group has grown, have created the narrative on Gabe Kapler, and I don't know necessarily how they erase that narrative. Certainly having a 10-day deliberation where you may decide to keep him or you may not, that doesn't inspire confidence in Gabe Kapler. So I don't think he's a terrible in-game manager. I think there's times where he's gotten carried away, like starting Jose Perella because of a match or him having better career numbers, even though you know Jose Perella has no chance of being in the Phillies organization next year, so smaller things like that. Ultimately, though, what this season came down to was a lot of injuries and just not enough pitching, and almost none of that falls on Gabe Kapler. Exactly. You have to manage around it. Look, Davey Martinez had to manage around that all the time with Washington. Now, to me, Tim, I've always been of the theory, and this is over the last 10 years, Teams that win usually get career years from the the 6th, 7th, and 8th inning guys. And I think it's a roll of the dice. Do you believe in that, or is there some consistencies there I'm not seeing? No, I think you're right. If you think back to the 2008 Phillies, they got career years from Ryan Madsen, J.C. Romero, Brad Lidge. Winning with a bullpen is one of the ways you do it. Having great starting pitching is obviously good. Having a lineup that kills it like the Phillies did in 2008 is important. But you look back to the 2008 season, obviously there have been a ton since then. But as something everyone can relate to, the Phillies had a loaded bullpen that year and the Rays had a loaded bullpen this year or that year. And without oversimplifying things, if the Phillies had had a better bullpen this year, I don't know if they would have made the playoffs, but they would have probably been two, three, four games closer as opposed to having a bullpen where David Robertson got hurt. I mean, you can go down the list. Six-eighths of the Phillies' opening day bullpen finished the season on the injured list, and that doesn't even count Tommy Hunter, who was injured before the season even started. So do they look at certain guys and say, we'll bring them back? How many different? How many? If if you if they throw it in front of you, and you know the Phillies roster, when they go to spring training, how many of those middle relief to set up guys would you replace or keep? Well, Pat Neshek and Tommy Hunter, both their deals are up. I think 
I don't know what the future holds for either of those two. It's not going to be with the Phillies. David Robertson had UCL surgery in August, so the likelihood of him pitching, it's not impossible next year, but it's certainly not going to be until very late in the season. Sir Anthony Dominguez left the team in May with a, a UCL issue that they said and have said repeatedly doesn't need Tommy John surgery, but he hasn't come back, so that's concerning. I think guys like Adam Morgan are going to be back. Hector Neris in some form will be back, and ultimately like you said, you, you look at the 2008 bullpen and they rolled the dice and got they hit it on some people, on Chad Durbin, on J.C. Romero, they, uh, even on Brad Lidge. I mean, you had really good pieces in there but you got career years out of them and the Phillies are going to have to have that happen again next year. Certainly hasn't happened in any of the recent years because coming into this season, they look to have a chance to have a pretty good bullpen and it, it wasn't. I mean, a, a lot of that had to do with injuries and the, the fact that Bryce Harper even referenced this late in the season, you had guys like J.D. Hammer and Edgar Garcia who, moving forward, may not be bad pitchers, but they just weren't ready to be pitching in high-leverage situations in a pennant race in 2019. Any other spots you'd look at? I would a 1,000%. I mean, obviously, the, the entire offseason is going to be about pitching, bullpen starting pitching, but when you go beyond that, center field is going to be in need. Oduba Herrera's suspension ends at the end of the season. Uh, you have no idea what the plan is there or what he even is if he returns. Uh, Andrew McCutcheon's 33 and coming off a torn ACL. I don't think he's in center. I think he's a left fielder at this point. Uh, Adam Hazley had a, a nice, some nice stretches, but there's still questions about whether his bat and his range as an outfielder, or at least as a center fielder, are good enough to be a starting center fielder on a contender and what's going to be a very good division moving forward. I don't know what the plan is with Scott Kingery. I think the Phillies would like to keep him in the super utility role. Uh, if that happens, he's an option in center. So obviously pitching is the biggest thing this offseason. Garrett Cole is a big name to watch. Madison Bumgarner, Zach Wheeler, Cole Hamels go down the list. But center field is a need that I think a lot of people haven't considered. What's your opinion of the Phillies organization in terms of the minors right now? Uh, it's obviously falling behind. I don't think that they've there's a perception from some that they've developed no one and uh, it's not the best time to make the Reese Hoskins thing, but they developed him. They developed Aaron Nola. They developed Scott Kingery. Adam Hazley's reached the major league level. So, you know, they're not the worst team in the league at doing it. But obviously, you look around the NL East, you see Ronald Acuna, you see Juan Soto, and maybe that's oversimplifying things. But the Phillies haven't done a good enough job of developing talent. I mean, look in the postseason. You see teams that have payrolls that are a third of the size of the Phillies that have become consistent contenders, teams like the Rays and uh, A's. You see teams, a team like the Astros that in some senses has a lot of similarities to the 2000 to 2000, or 2007 to 2011 Phillies, but they just continue to develop talent and add these pieces in, whether it's Jordan Alvarez coming in or other pieces they've sent out to be traded for guys like Garrett Cole or Zach Greinke. So, Obviously, they haven't done a good enough job, and that's a, another thing that they have to look at this offseason. And we point out all these holes, and for as much as it may feel like the Phillies aren't close or aren't far away, I don't know how close they are as an organization either. It's interesting, though. Soto got there at 19. How old was Acuna? 
That's not a lot of development time. <laughs> That's, I mean, no, I, but it, me, it, it's to, being able to pick your spots and, and scout the hell sure. out of players and pick now that guys part. That, yes, that both look like they're headed to the Hall of Fame before their twenty second birthday. Well, as long as they hustle, yeah. <laughs> Come on, Ronald. It's a brick wall. you got to run. Uh, to his credit, he has been terrific since that moment. Acuna Incredible. Terrific. Yeah, he was terrific before yes. that moment, too. Yeah. Hey, Tim, thanks so much. Appreciate it. Uh, thanks for having me on. It's great having you on. Appreciate it a lot. Tim Kelly, philliesnation.com, and also the Locked on Phillies podcast.